I said John that's all his mind went with. Welcome back to another episode of Ethical Villains. So this episode, we're going to be talking about mainly DC stuff. Um, I will say that this intro that I'm making is after the fact of recording, but uh, I'll just let you know we'll be talking about a wide variety of shit other than, uh, you know, DC-related movies, which the primary focus on this one was was the Batman, which is 100% fine. We had a lot of fun talking about that. And then we also talked about uh, a lot of the video games that are coming out. Yep, and I'm one of your co-hosts, Eric, and then we have Austin. What up? And then we got Jake. Hey. <laughs> hey. Unfortunately, uh, didn't have Mr. Brooks here tonight, but hopefully he'll be here for the next one. Um, so, yeah, hope you guys enjoy this episode coming in. Let's jump right into it. I think the least squad or person in that that I'm really excited about is fucking Polka Dot Dude. Or Polka Dot Man. Polka Dot Dude. <laughs> <laughs> You can tell how much I have really know about, about, uh, Quite shit about this. One of the easiest names you could never fuck up in Austin. <laughs> and I just did. <laughs> What's his power as well? Get this. <laughs> okay, Sam. He likes. He throws fire. He Does likes... he throw fire? Did I miss that no. part? No. <laughs> okay. I heard he's Australian and he likes to throw boomerangs. Oh, it's fucking boomerang man. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think the movie's going to be good. I don't know if it's already going to, like... Do you think they're already going to, like, I don't know, give, like, the go-ahead for sequels yet? Or do you think they are going to wait until the movie comes out? Their plan is already a trilogy. Damn, already? Yeah. I mean, that's the goal. They want it to be, like, a new... Uh, a new universe. Kind of like, yeah, well, not not even universe, just kind of like how Christian Bale's trilogy was. They just want to tell a story in, a, in that world. Yeah, because he's supposed um, to be, isn't he supposed to be year two, right? This one's starting. So this movie basically takes place after a little bit of world building. Basically jumped into it, into something that's already established. So doing something unlike the Nolan movies did, where they started from ground one, and you're kind of seeing these characters get created and shit. Uh, some of these guys have already been established and are terrorizing the city as as you could say so kind of leaped into this moment where he's still kind of coming of age and learning about his role rogue gallery as well as meeting some people he's already come in contact with uh six feet apart please um <laughs> but yeah i think it's more or less they they know that they have a world that needs to be more fleshed out than it's ever been before and uh, I think that's the, been the goal since it's been announced. Like, um, this doesn't tie into the Joker movie that came out. It doesn't tie into any of that. That's its own standalone from every report that's, like, mentioned it. Um, but from what I see, they have no hopes of bringing Joker in anytime soon because they want to flesh out other characters, obviously. There might be hints. Um, he might be around, like, story-wise or all this, but he won't be the main focus as of, you know, this first story. He's focusing on the Riddler and a few other villains with the Penguin being in there, Catwoman. There's been a few rumors about the Court of Owls might be a big part of this whole narrative. Um, yeah, that's what I was reading. 
Yeah, and if you're not familiar with the Court of Owls, it's kind of like an Illuminati type with uh, all of the rich, significant people kind of running behind the curtain. No, I mean, I like that idea. I mean, I like that they're... It, it, it is original, because, I mean, I can't remember the last time they've... In in my in my experience, really, in like the the real time movies, IRL movies, I don't remember them actually starting after year after year one. Usually, they always start in the beginning, don't they? Like, because they always want to establish that his parents died. Like, nobody gives a shit. Yeah, they they tend to follow the follow the um, in, whether it's in flashbacks and he's still traumatized by it. Um, this one's more or less just taking off. After he's began his journey, it might have flashbacks and all that, but it won't focus on them so wholeheartedly. I hope they don't. I hope they don't involve his parents. I mean, it's it's been overdone too many fucking times. Like, like I we we've we get it. Like, stop putting this poor character through through hell again. It's like the Tall Tale series. They brought up like a hundred times in the Tall Tale series. And not only that, but fucking like. I mean, I know it's completely different universes, but fucking, it's the same with Spider-Man. Like, that's yes. fucking killing off Aunt May or, or uh, Uncle, Uncle ben. ben, and it's like, or you know, Uncle Aunt May, but Uncle Ben, and I'm just like, dude, nobody cares about Uncle Ben. But I, but I, assume, I would assume that they would do what they did in this new uh, series of Spider-Man, where they just mention him, but they don't show the death in a flashback or anything. Yeah, like that's fine. You know, like a good mention, yeah. but like wait to waste money on to getting it to get an actor who who will never who who will never be a part of the series the rest of the time. Like it makes no yeah. sense. Just fucking mention him. Be like, yeah, I really miss Uncle Ben. Yeah, me yeah. too, and- Peter. Yeah, cry. Ah, and yeah. continue. And that's why that's why I see a strong narrative coming from the Court of Owls, and it like revealing that his parents weren't so innocent and go. Uh, millionaires they got that way for a reason did bad things um people kind of hinted at that being a continuation from like it's revealed that the riddler is working with or for them through the first movie and then in the second one he's uh come to realize that there's a bigger um origin of people trying to take control of gotham and the world in general from behind the scenes and closest to him as well so you're saying yeah. the, you're saying the Riddler is working with the Court of Owls? Uh, that's a rumor going down uh, the mill, or less like he's got his own agenda, but he's funded and somewhat protected from behind the scenes by a mysterious group that I don't know if he knows, but he knows that there's a power bigger than him. There's somewhat uh, intellectual equals in the fact that they always find a challenge. Riddler always kind of sees Batman as more or less just uh, somebody that can actually challenge him that nobody else can do. Um, He kind of looks like Hush in the trailer, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, If you are familiar with Hush and any of the comic series with the duct tape around his face and all that, he's that person is believed to be the Riddler. Um, As of right now, there's no confirmation if he's going to be wearing the Jim Carrey question mark suit or not. I hope so, because that's just going to be hilarious. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like I said, the world building that's already established in, um, reportedly 25% of the whole movie, that trailer was only showing about 25% of the whole movie in four set pieces. So according to those sources, that's kind of impressive to make that good looking of a trailer and that little amount of, uh, um, but yeah, it looks promising, looks 
similar to the Arkham series and the fact that if they can expand on this universe after a strong, detailed detective narrative, then, I mean, that's all I want out of a story, so, or out of a Batman story, so I'm looking forward to it. I hope they make Joker, like, six foot seven, 280 pounds of sulking muscle, and it's the rock at the end of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Solomon Grundy with some paint on his face. Dude, I, I, I want the I want the Joker to be the Rock. Like that'd be fucking kick ass. I don't know why. Just see the Rock come out, like be like, put a smile on that like, face. Be like, be like, put the smile on that face, some bitch. <laughs> no one cares. What he fucking, you're thinking he about. fucking just like rock bottoms Batman constantly over and over. <laughs> like I don't know. I mean, I know that's I know that's for another day to talk about uh, Black Black Adam, but. I would love for The Rock to have some sort of role in uh, Batman verse. Like that, that'd be fucking kick ass. I don't know why I just would. Now, is it just because it's The Rock, or is it because you see him being in the universe? Both. I call it that that stasis where it's like, hey, let's uh, let's fantasy cast some people like Dwayne Johnson for this Disney princess. Fuck yeah, Wait. <laughs> dude. But like, he would look so fucking cute in a dress, bro. Yeah, he can speak his ass off. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, but I mean, like, I understand. Do you, do you think he could play Solomon Grundy? I mean, he's fucking as big as him. I mean, to be I, fair, I don't think he's the greatest. Look, I think he's a good actor, but I think if you're gonna play Solomon Grundy, you don't really need to have the greatest acting skills. You just gotta well, look fucking mean. They will not uh, force him to only say. Um, I am Solomon Grundy or some sh- wind born on a Monday, whatever the fuck. Kind of like they did with Vin Diesel and I am Groot. They will not waste money on Dwayne Johnson to only say five words. They will use him to his full ability and his full power. Well, uh, I mean, they could they could make him talk a little bit like kind of how they did in the Gotham series. Like, like Solomon Grundy didn't really turn into the zombie turd nugget to like later. I mean, they could maybe they could do it to where like the rock can talk a little bit, but then when he turns into Solomon Grundy, it's like a four word sentence. Thing no, I want Johnson to be the Egyptian hawk man, my guy. Egyptian hawk man. Yeah. Hawk man and hot girl. It came from. Egypt. Oh, okay. I was about to say, I was like, I was like hawk man. I was like, I, I've never been told his name was Egyptian hawk man. Yeah. Dude. I mean, that's just me. Oh, okay. I'm so confused. I was like, is that a new one? Like, that's like, just, is that a new one? Is that a new one? Like the polka dot dude? <laughs> 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 yeah, no, Hawkman. I think he'd be good for Hawkman. That'd be cool. Yeah, Hawkman and Hawk Girl, and then Hawk Girl could be like shit. Ronda Rousey. I was honestly gonna say that kiddingly, but fuck no. Uh, especially just, like I, you know, I don't I know. Somebody with a strong yeah, like every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, you could do shit. You could do Charlie Theron. She'd be good. Hmm. I mean, not too bad. I mean, she's she's definitely got a she's definitely got like a strong face and a strong look to her, and she's hot. I mean, yeah, nice. You uh, could also. The only thing is, though, I I mean, I guess I mean, does Hot Girl have like a rack? I mean, you could do um, uh, Mia Jovovich, Resident Evil. I mean, did you ask if she just had a rack? Yeah, I mean, I don't really know how she's depicted in the in the comics. Does she have, like, a, a big chest? It depends on the comics you're reading, because almost every artist makes them look stoic and busty. Oh, yeah, that's true. 
it's like Spider-Man, one of the skinniest high school villains, just gilled to the bones and muscle. We can do Megan Fox. Yikes. Oh. <laughs> uh, Megan Megan Toe Fox? I'm good, bro. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, Idris Elba is Martian Manhunter. I'm pretty sold on that one. Who's Martian Manhunter? Idris Elba. Oh, fuck yeah. I'd like let's, let's bring the Fast and Furious series over to DC. <sighs> Please stop. I mean... <laughs> See, I think in I think in like anything to do with DC, the like they they have to have good actors because there's typically a lot of dialogue and it's very dark. But with like Marvel stuff, and I know anybody if anybody listens or will listen, typically a lot of Marvel stuff, as long as you look like an action star, you're gonna get a part over a person who's a better actor. I'm sorry to say it, but it's fucking true. Um now I will say though, I mean, I, I will say though, I mean, it, as long as you're funny too, like, 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 I mean, if you're funny, of course, you know that that'll also help. But um, I have noticed that like most of the people who are chosen, besides uh, the chick who plays Wonder Woman, um, the movies are great. Yeah, But I, I don't know. Like, I maybe I I maybe have to rewatch the movie again. But I don't really remember her me being like damn that was such good acting i just remember being like damn that was a good ass movie <laughs> and i'm not trying to be a dick i'm just being honest like because i remember when me and jake went and watched it i wasn't thinking like holy fuck dude she can act her fucking ass off i was like holy oh, fuck dude, the fighting scenes were kick-ass yeah, i could i could attest yeah. with that i mean i i mean i think the only movie i saw her in before that was um fast and furious yeah, she was in Fast Furious. I think it was the only movie I saw her in. Yeah. Well, see, so. that's the thing. Most of the roles that she's popular and known for are just like Wonder Woman, where it's short dialogue, quibby lines, and she's real pretty to look at. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm very hopeful. Now, you might have a different perspective than I do. This is just the first movie that I've seen and kind of like. Um, had a buildup that seems like a Batman story I want, kind of like the Arkham games had. Um, that's why Batfleck was such a big deal, is because people were like, oh shit, we finally got like the Dark Knight Rises gritty, like old veteran Batman. Mm-hmm. And Zack Snyder kind of made him shoot people, and that ruined everybody's perception. Um, it, it's, it's just more or less like I get to see the detective side and why he's such a shadows to like christian bale touched out on a little bit so they had some forensic stuff but it wasn't Where are they? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh shit <laughs> that caught me off guard i was like is that my microphone what that's like that? uh, like look Twitter I, to me. <laughs> i'm not like i hate to say it anybody that watching uh or anybody that watched the the you know the fucking Christian Bell trilogy I'm sorry but those that was the that was the Joker trilogy it was not it, or, or not the Joker trilogy but that was the uh villain villain trilogy yeah yeah cuz i mean look he i think he the fight scenes were kick ass but holy shit i did i hated him as batman and it was Wait, more or less kick ass uh-huh. If you mention Kick-Ass one more time, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know, like, like at first when I watched it, I was like, ah, oh, it's this cool movie, and then when I'd gone back and, like, actually, like, tried to listen, the whole yells and, like, him, his lip, like, fucking curling up and shit, it, dude, it just made me laugh. I was like, where are they? Like, I mean, it's just like, I don't, you know, I don't know, because... 
even in like the Arkham games when he's getting pissed, like he never, he's almost like a dad. Like he never actually gets to raise his voice. He just more or less gives you the look and the bad guys are like, yeah, he's like, he's like for real, like really guys. He's like, all right, Batman, he's over here, man. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, well, that's the thing is it's more or less like going back and appreciating those trilogies or trilogy, I suppose. Yeah. I, I found that I enjoyed the scarecrow on screen for, Whatever reason it was, Scarecrow was like a drawing point for me. Raza Ghoul from Liam Neeson was a drawing point. The Joker, obviously my favorite. Yeah. Same. Bane was entertaining every time he was on screen because even though he wasn't souped up uh, like Green Bane from Batman and Robin, he commanded the screen every time he was showed power just by how unfazed he was walking into the situation that most people would be phased in. Yeah, that's how really realistic that was. I think that's kind of why I liked him, Tom Hardy playing as that character, and well, not like well, I'm gonna be, I'm so gonna much. be, I'm gonna be real with you on the realism part, because like, if I'm gonna be watching Batman, I don't care if the motherfucker who's supposed to be playing Bane gets like CGI out the wazoo. I want to see a Bane that's 19 feet tall and 400 feet yeah. wide of muscle. Yeah, but at least we got to see him break his back and break yeah. Batman's back. Yeah, I mean, we'll at, see, at least we'll there was see, that. Like, if they if they do a Bane that well because he's more or less just a very strong assassin in this one he's he's he knows that he can kill whatever he comes in contact with I, I would definitely like be down for that like if somebody just gets juiced up and all of a sudden turns into um, Colossus or the Juggernaut from Deadpool two then I would not be upset at that just make it worth the screen time don't make him that size the whole time because it will get old. Yeah, now, yeah, I could definitely see that. C- kind of like with, uh, where if he does press the button for Venom, then he'll turn into that shit. I got you. Yeah, like if if uh, Suicide Squad two successfully pulls off King Shark, then they could probably go into that eventually. Bro, if fucking goddamn Flash's King Shark, like the TV show, looks that fucking good, I mean, like let, let's put aside the melodramatic acting from all of the. Arrowverse, how dare you? Bro, okay, but I love the Arrowverse. But a bit, but let's be real. Some of the times I'm sitting there like, okay, let's 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 calm down a second there, Supergirl. But um, no, like the fucking King Shark looked goddamn good. I was like, did they spend like like 18 episodes worth of their budget on this fucking King Shark? Because that shit looked fucking really good. I don't know what it was. They just did. Showed up, he looked amazing. It wasn't like a fall off from one season to another. He looked amazing every time. Dude, the fucking veins and shit in his muscles. I was like, what the yeah. hell is going on with this shit? Holy shit. Uh, I mean, I, I hope, I don't know. I just think that I really enjoy um, whenever the show's like, they, they, they go to different characters. It's not like the same old Joker penguin, whatever. I mean, if they like bring in like other, char- like kind of like that, that's why I will always love the animated shows better because it's so much easier to introduce like other characters in there. Even if it's like a one-off because like, you know, the character could come back later on. I really hope they start yeah. another animated, uh, D- DC show. I know that they have the Harley Quinn one. That's like kind of like a rated R version on DC, but oh, yeah. I really, <laughs> Okay, calm down. I really hope. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, I hope they come out with like another, you know, Batman from the 90s style, you know, where it's like, even if it's like year one again, like fucking revamp that shit. I don't Bring know. Like, like Kevin Conroy. Dude, I was going to say Kevin Conroy was on the Michael Rosenbaum podcast and he said he's down to, re- to redo the entire show. Like he said, him and oh, Hamill, really? so awesome. him, Hamill, 
Um, and that's the only people I fucking know. But him and Hamill said that the entire crew are totally down to do like another five seasons. And I was like, what? Oh, I, oh I my gosh. The uh, Harley Quinn and stuff and those said the same thing. I can't remember her name. It kind of eludes me right now. Um, it's like Hulu or Netflix. Well, she voices so many different characters, either, uh, even on that show and to this day on different shows. It's, they've all mentioned it like happily that they would redo those characters, maybe even in a different way. It's just, I don't know if it's funding or if like DC's just, you know, slacking on that, but I, I take my money. I'll, I'll buy every app you want me to buy. If you do that. Yeah. I mean, honestly, Kevin Conroy was on there and he said legitimately everybody like all the, like the main cast, like not all the side characters, but all the main cast would totally be down. And, and I think, I think honestly it has to do with, um, cause how, how these shows originally come about is once they make toys if yep. the toy like they like everybody gets a two year span. If in those two years they don't make enough, then they cancel the series, just like they did with Young Justice. Luckily, they brought it back for a season, but then they just canceled it again because it didn't get enough views. So now there's another um, a petition to get it to bring to to brought back, but I can tell you right now it won't happen. Um, I mean, it's it's been it's been too many years. Well, that's the thing is because I know you fall into the same thing that I do where you just go back to classics rather than watching the new stuff. Yeah. Like me and you have watched justice league and justice league unlimited countless number of times just because we miss it. I've watched the yeah. original Titans over and over just cause I miss it. None of these shows live up to it because the amount of storytelling that they can tell in, you know, 90 episodes of a cartoon with 70 characters is immensely more powerful than one episode or one movie focusing on one character, which is sad. But I think it's just they're giving people the reins that don't either appreciate the characters, don't know the characters, or don't feel the need to flesh out much love stories that, you know, some people love and enjoy. I, I agree. I mean, it, I honestly, that. these besides Mark Hamill being the most notable person on the animated, they don't, they're like, whenever people say Kevin Conroy needs to be, uh, you know, involved, like in, in, you know, whatever, I think, I think I honestly, I still have not seen, uh, crisis on infinite earth yet. So I know that you're probably like, what the yep. fuck are you doing with your life? I, yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure Kevin Conroy's in there, right? Doesn't he make an appearance? I believe so. Yeah. So, I mean, I remember going on some like, you know, uh, Twitter feeds and stuff like that and all of these quote unquote hardcore Batman fans or whatever and I and I don't claim to be like a comic expert or whatever but I I do know like a little bit to get by and all of these people that have like Batman logos and all that type of stuff there was a couple of them that I should have screenshot cuz I was laughing my ass off whenever you get these people that are like yo you need to bring in Kevin Conroy Infinite Crisis Earth and there people be like who the fuck is that and people are like, are you fucking stupid? Like, what do you mean? Who the fuck is Kevin Conroy? They're like, yeah, who the hell is that? And they're like, dude, it's the it's the voice of Batman from the animated series. They're like, dude, that's not even the same thing. And people are like, oh, no, what? Oh, you know, dude, just like flipping uh, out. Yeah. That shit to me. If you start a debate, like, okay, who's your favorite Joker? Who's your favorite Batman? Animated series excluded because you know they're going to choose started. the animated series. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, it's like, because you just know that that is going to be the winner overall. It's like, who's your favorite Joker without Mark Hamill? Well, fuck you, dude, because Mark Hamill's my favorite Joker, followed closely by the live action, you know. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. 
it's honestly that's that's my same order is if if you include everything it's uh mark hamill uh heath ledger and then honestly uh walking phoenix i i love this version of it oh yeah dude oh, I... oh speaking of that i don't mean to like go off uh kilter from that i was told maybe i read something wrong that uh they offered todd phillips offered him 50 mil for a second joker but then walking phoenix was talking about that he's not actually joker that he basically just like wants to be like joker and yep. and they're going to introduce the real joker in the second one and walking yep. phoenix isn't actually going to be a part of the second one what so, yeah so i like like straight up like fucking just 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 imagine me with my with my fingers near near my brain and just doing the whole like, mind explosion thing and i'm like dude Whoa. I, I have my arms are yeah because i originally thought that they were going to make him like just a just a different completely away from every single universe not the joker but now they're going to introduce the actual joker like what the fuck did you hear something else jake what were you gonna say um so there uh, man i i've heard so many rumors about the joker and Joaquin Phoenix as Joker and is not Joker, but he's just ad an ad adaptation of him. So that wasn't the original plan through the movie. If you go through it with, you know, uh, Thomas Wayne and everything like that, the stories that they tried telling with the characters that were in there, that I mean, that wasn't a plan long term. Right. Now, I've heard theories where um, Joaquin Phoenix in the movie was um, Bruce Wayne's brother that was put up for adoption or, you know, was basically uh, Thomas Wayne's first son. Okay. Uh, and hence, like, that that's the back and forth with him and all that shit. And, like, that, that that's a theory. Um, and then I've heard a few theories where, uh, yes, he, he's more or less living in the image of the real Joker. Or that uh, the real Joker will hear about it and kind of like come and claim his throne as the clown prince of crime and all that shit, or like just make his himself known. Mm -hmm. It's more or less like he's behind the scenes kind of ruling shit. Kind of like how in the opening of the dark Knight he was in the group, but nobody really knew he was there until the end kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, if he takes the pain off, he's not the Joker, but he's there. He is the Joker. He's just not there. Um, so it's more, I've heard so many things and whether it's true that they're going to follow through with it, I do not know. Um, Cause I've heard Todd Phillips report that this was just a one-off and a true story that was done. And then yeah. I've heard to do a sequel because it made a lot of money. So <laughs> yeah, guys, this is just going to be a one story, $2 billion later. Hey guys, I think this is going to be a trilogy. Uh, <laughs> so like that was the original idea. <laughs> well, because in something so grounded, because it wasn't so fantastical in its ideas, you got to believe that once they get him off that cop car, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, it's not going to be very good for him. Now, whether he goes to Arkham or something or whatever the fuck, and he runs into the real Joker or something along those lines, or I don't know how they would adapt it to fit that narrative that they're trying to portray, or whether that's Joaquin Phoenix trying to turn up the turn up the brushes here. But it, it's more or less. Um, it's fun to think about, fun to fantasize about, but I don't know how they would pull it off effectively and not make it confusing. Yo, what if... Okay, so you know how, like like, like I said, that people are thinking that it's like, you know, he's not the real Joker and he's just fantasizing about being him? Yeah. You know all those people that are really pushing William Dafoe? What if oh, this... Yeah. What if, like... Oh, I totally support William Dafoe being the Joker. Like, bro, I am all... 
bro what what if it's like he runs down the hall in the second one like after he runs he kills the nurses or whatever and he's running away what if he goes to the real joker's room and it's just william defoe sitting in there or some shit like that dude, and he's like aren't you proud of me or dope. whatever like dude i it just like just how fucking menacing and how much or tell him it's your turn like to say hey it's, it's your turn i don't want to do this i don't want nothing to do with this i've done my shit so it's your turn now or something like that no no no, no, no not even that like more or less he's trying to impress joker because he like he wants to be like yeah. him like 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 basically saying yeah. like oh we're all joker because well, we're gonna follow it, him because okay i that that narrative i can kind of get behind because if, he, if it's more or less like you do the controlling anarchist version or you combine him with the um, one who is more or less a maniacal planner. If you do that, and Joaquin Phoenix is just some crazy lunatic that is trying to win the Joker's affection in his name, doing the crimes that he did in the Joker's name, kind of spreading this like image of the Joker by getting his hands dirty instead of William Defoe's, and then he comes in there all hysterical and stuff. He's like, "I did I make you proud? Did I do what? Did I do uh, your name service and all that?" And then he says like you did good and like just kills them or some shit or just shoots them or whatever. Huh. Like to, to be the guy that's like in control, but still a maniac and still, but he's like, he's not just the joker, like just a happy laughing guy. He's maniacal evil, kind of a mixture between the Jack Nicholson, um, Mark Hamill and the, uh, extremist like planner that was uh, Heath Ledger. If you mix all those together, that's fucking terrifying. That really is. I, I agree. I mean, that's that's another thing I read too. Is people are saying we're tired of just straight, um, you know, like uh, crazy, insane styles Joker. They said we want a Joker how he was originally written, which is like like a high level genius. Because yeah. I mean, technically he is. I mean, yep. in some of the some of the depictions, he's like he's a psychopath, but. And a um and like a sociopath, which means like that's why he he laughs or he's just like he doesn't feel it if he kills somebody because he just really has no feelings. But he's mm -hmm. extremely manipulative. He's he's extremely intelligent. I mean, that's why he's able to just know that Batman won't kill him or he gets away from Batman. Like like basically like like that's what I'm saying. Like maybe he's manipulated Arthur, and he's like, hey, if you want to make me proud go and kill for me make yourself look like the actual joker so that way i can get off free so that way i can be like oh it's not actually me or something i don't know maybe i'm stretching a little bit on that but may or maybe it's like it's he's, ideal, he's, he's like he's like hey did i make you proud and he's like yes you did and then like maybe it just follows like maybe he gets out and you know like he has this group of goons that he has or something like that like that would be really cool if like the third movie if they made a trilogy instead of like just a sequel like what if they made a trilogy and then the joker finally comes out and it's like i'm not saying at the very end but maybe in the third movie he comes out and then you really get to see how he operates because i yeah. like i like i almost like a fact of like a joker verse you know what i mean like we're like most of these movies are just straight up like the the good guys don't win in these movies like it's always like the bad guys like always the villains are winning and shit like that like i know that's kind of bad because it's hard to sell in cinema but with such a high level character like joker you could easily sell joker terrorizing the city and winning every single movie i don't know i think you'd be surprised at that shit being actually a thing that people want to see yeah i think at this time this this time this uh 
of this age, I think people are more of like, okay, well, we've seen the same thing over and over again. Let's reverse. I mean, that's I think that's why Suicide Squad is is coming in and like, okay, we've seen the heroes. Let's go with the villains and get to that point. I think that's and I, I that's what I'm saying I think you would be surprised. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Jake? Well, I was trying to say that um, an interesting way that that could be taken was more or less like if Joker used his as an image just like Batman did. And instead of just being a clown all the time, it's more or less an image that people partake in to fight against the control that is Gotham, that is Batman, that is the GCPD, the government, etc. All of the things that are keeping them poor and keeping them down in the slums while billionaires and all them that are fighting alongside Batman, alongside the police and all that are um, flourishing and all that. So for the Joker to be somebody that come came up in that, that wanted to make a change, force a change. He basically ensues a war between two images of the Batman and the Joker. And as their leader behind the strings, you see this image of the Joker through multiple different people, whether they're prominent actors or not. You see that image kind of be carried through fighting Batman, the supporters of Batman, etc. And you don't truly know who is in control of the Joker image per se. Like, William Defoe never really fights the Batman, but it's more or less people that um, uh, he trusts to take on the mantle of the Joker in that instance. Um, I think that could be very interesting. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's something different and more or less the way that you really feel one-sided where it's one man against a whole army at that point. Somewhat similar to the Court of Owls, basically what the Court of Owls is. Um, just kind of making that an image of the Joker and kind of a Joker verse rather than um, just an Illuminati version of um, rich people in the Batman universe. It's kind of like that where you never really know who to trust, who's on your side, who's against you, yeah, et cetera. I mean, that, that's, that's just an interesting take if like William Defoe basically became that warlord criminal kind of guy behind the strings using the joker image joker name etc and he's an opposing figure he shows up doesn't do a lot of flamboyant moves doesn't act crazy he acts controlled but he acts maniacal at the same time yeah i mean Which i gonna, would, oh, gotta laugh though he's gonna make that laugh oh william well, defoe can have you not heard his green goblin laugh oh no i have i'm just saying like yeah, in yeah. the movie he's got lead, you might, oh, he can pull oh trust, trademark. trust me he can pull it off <laughs> I believe you. I, I mean, I've seen it a lot at the same time. He he can do that very well. Yeah. Where it's more or less, think of the mob scene from The Dark Knight where he's just sitting there talking to him. He can do something just as small as Heath Ledger did by killing one dude with a pencil, like John Wick style. He can do yeah. something very imposing by not having to act crazy, kooky, and everything else. That It's the same theory as Jared Leto not being the real Joker, being the Robin version. Right. Same thing. Where? <laughs> what? I'm just, I'm just thinking of this. I don't. I'm just stupid. I don't know. I thought of like, what if, what if like in the Batman, you know, you know how he beats the shit out of that dude like over and over. Yeah. What if like, I don't know. Like, what if, what if they're like fighting? He's fighting a bunch of people, and then like this, this random, this random puppy gets involved in everything, and then like I don't know, Batman gets pushed, and he kills the puppy by stepping on it, and then it's John oh. Wick's dog, and then John Wick kills I, Batman. John, 
I said John Wick. That's all his mind went with. John. John Wick versus Batman confirmed. Oh my! That could just be. I don't know. Like like you know, almost like one of those um you know college humor like Batman things where it's like he accidentally like kills a dog not on purpose, but then he's just like, oh yeah, you might be John Wick, but I'm Batman. And all of a sudden, he just gets shot in the head, and Batman dies, and he's like, people get killed my fucking dogs. <laughs> He just gets two pencils to the chest. <laughs> Batman's like, what? What the fuck? Batman <laughs> does get shot in the trailer twice. I believe. Uh, um, Batman does in the trailer? Yeah, during the grapple scene and stuff. Now, it's not, doesn't phase him, but it's similar to the Batfleck version of the warehouse scene where he gets shot, but it, like his armor protects him and shit. Ah, uh, okay. But but it is to the point where that's showing that he's not flawless in his moves. He's still rookie in some aspects. Like ten people is still ten people with some guns. Like he's beating the shit out of him, but he can't stop everything. That that kind of grounds it in more or less realism. Where in the comic books he does about twelve flamboyant moves, and everybody's dead. I mean, I like that it's making him look way more scrappy in this one. <clears throat> yeah. And that that's where that's where it gets interesting. Where people kind of rumor that like he's losing. That's why he looks so uh, turmoiled in like Tobey Maguire Spider Man Three that you referenced. Um, he he looks like he's going through a lot, and it, it's probably the biggest test he's had since he became Batman. Um, and I I'm very interested to see how he grows as a person, as a hero in this universe. That he seems to be like kind of outnumbered and kind of uh taken aback in if that makes sense because this this is adapted from one of the like craziest comic book uh comic books he's had in the long halloween and everything and it's that showcases so many different people even the calendar man so we're not going to talk about him (laughs) i don't know what the fuck you're talking about but yeah sure well the calendar man is kind of being taken over by the riddler so he he was basically he's basically just a guy that does shit over the holidays that yeah it's weird um, oh, so, kind of, so so pretty much was that character made like after the Zodiac Killer IRL? Because that's what it kind of sounds like. Because Zodiac Killer would only kill certain times of the year. And sometimes I mean, he wouldn't kill for years. I mean, the concept is similar to the point where like he, he has themes around his murders during certain times. So it, it's more or less the same thing. It's just that role couldn't be adapted confidently as the Riddler can. And hopefully this Riddler, which I believe so with... Uh, the actor that they chose to play him and stuff, I'm very excited to see. I like that they're doing the mixture of things that Marvel did where they get a lot of like named actors, but they also get a lot of people that have small works and stuff, but not huge parts yet. That these yeah. could be breakout characters that just set them off from so many different people. David Arquette needs to be the calendar man. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Anything in the Batman movie. Yeah, for real. I just want him to play his character from fucking Ready to Rumble in like any any of the Batman movies. Holy <laughs> Lieutenant Number Nine, David Arquette. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I'd laugh my ass off if he just gave somebody. Like, yeah, drop these donuts. They're fucking stale as hell. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, man! You can't tell me. Oh, that would on my ticket right there. Oh my god, dude! Fucking just. I don't know what it is. Like one of these days, we're gonna have to. Um... If we ever do a live stream, um, or whatever, like we'll have to like fucking watch Reddit or Rumble 
like like, like oh, i don't know what it is but like like me and i remember one time uh or not one time but i guess when jake uh when jake was living with me for a little bit like i watched it i watched it probably every single night for about a week straight <laughs> like oh, yeah. I'm like, not surprised. like like i want to say like the first two nights he watched it with me and then he's like are you watching that shit again i was like fuck yeah billy <laughs> i would hear tackle and then i'd hear him say the quote before the quote even got said <laughs> dang it that's that's honestly what I define as as a favorite movie is that you can literally still laugh your ass off and or you know or still love it or still get involved in nostalgia and watch it over and over and it never gets boring. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because I grew up with wrestling. Um you know, and I've always loved that stuff. And just because I like that slapstick like dumb fucking humor and because I'm just a dumb fuck in general that that humor just really resonates with me. I don't know. What's like Step Brothers for me? Oh yeah, that's true. You can't really say that David Arquette choking on a donut while Batman takes a bullet to the head and he's like, "Fucking object!" Would be an amazing fucking moment in the movie. I would be talking about. Forever. Oh my god! <laughs> so dumb. Oh my god. Oh, uh, that's the. I agree with like favorite movies and stuff like. Uh, now, me being the diehard Batman fan, I am. Dark Knight is one of my favorite movies ever, obviously. Yep. Uh, that's the first movie I ever saw on IMAX. Like, got the full experience. That's, oh, okay. the, one, that's the one movie I go to. Now, I wouldn't say... Because I, I have a lot of favorite movies. I watch movies. But favorite like uh, action, comic book, accurate, like, basically a uh, crime film, that would probably be it. Um, now, comedy is a whole different thing. Ready to Rumble is one of my who's obviously a uh, stepbrothers one, but yeah, for sure. The, the, those two are things that I can always go to for relief and comfort and happiness and joy when, you know, <laughs> I don't mean to sound like, like oh. you hate your life, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's one of those things where like, I know if I put it on, I'm going to have a good time. Uh, yeah, for sure. I, I just have, it's like music. I don't have a certain type of music. It just depends on my mood. Um, and th- that's why, that movie in particular being so wholehearted and favorited to me, that's why I take such a strong, hopeful stance on this upcoming movie, because I think it might be more accurate than maybe that realistic world setting was. Yeah. I I think this one plays a part into how Batman truly is as a character, rather than just taken away by a completely miraculous villain portrayal from Heath Ledger. And story-wise, I think it'll definitely fill the void that Batman and Robin left me. Now, do you think they're going to... Yes. Do you think they're going to do, like, the sequel the next year? Or you think they're going to do the sequel after, like, two or three years? Honestly, if they're smart, and if this movie is big enough, or if the world setting is big enough, I would wait two years. You think two years? Like I, I would, I, I maybe not, maybe not wait two years to, or maybe not wait a year to do production, but like kind of how the Lord of the Rings did it, where maybe it rolled straight into it or did something else. Make it just something that is not necessarily churned out for the money, but something sought after that takes time to perfect. Does yeah. that make? Sense? No, no, it does. I mean, I was gonna say, it, I, I would say they need to try to make either two movies before 2025 or make all three by 2025 
Yes. Now, 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 that's for sure. Now, whether they do the first two, it depends on the narrative they're trying to tell. If they're trying to set up a new villain per movie or if they're trying to do two movies, including the Court of Owls, after this movie, where, like, maybe the middle one he loses to him and then the third one he finds. So, is this going to be a question? Because I'm curious about, because oh, I know I... you all heard about uh, Ben Affleck coming back as Batman for the I'm Flash sorry, movie. What was his name? Ben Affleck? It's just the way you said it. Ben Affleck. Like the answer? <laughs> That's how much I like the guy. Uh, ben Affleck. I was, ben Affleck. <laughs> but I was just wondering, like, I know he's coming back for the Flash movie. Is that, is, and they're trying, are, are they trying to come back with another Justice League movie? Well, supposedly he's been confirmed to be back in that universe now to play as Batman. Okay, I was just—I only heard it was going to be just for the Flash movie. But I mean, if he's at, if he's staying there, okay. I was just curious if they're going to put Robert Pat, uh, Pattinson into the no. Justice League system with the uh, universe. What they're going to do, uh, especially with Flashpoint, um, they'll kind of explain a lot of those questions. They'll basically because they have the power of the multiverse that is just fleshed out with so many different outcomes. That I mean. The Justice League is, you know, Nazis in one of them. Like, so, you know, that's crazy. Uh, yeah. it, it's one of those things where you can say, hey, this is the established Batman in this one. Thomas Wayne is the established Batman in this one. Robert Pattinson is Batman in this one. Um, and that, that's where they're going to try to flesh it out now. I do not believe Robert Pattinson is confirmed for the movie, but there's rumors that he might be um, explained in it as well. Um, oh, okay. Whether he appears, I don't know. Uh but that's what they're going to do with um, Keaton, uh, Thomas Wayne. What's the name? Negan. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Derek, you got Oh, it. Robert Downey Jr.? Or fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> okay, to be fair. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, God, I'd watch that. It's, um, God, what's it? He, he has similar fucking thing so eat, eat my ass okay um hold on a second don't fucking look it up let me look up fucking supernatural shit jeffrey dean morgan G- yeah see so i was kind of right fuck you <laughs> jimmy dean morgan <laughs> jimmy right. dean sausage <laughs> all right but they good lord how did that name escape my mouth oh I don't know. All right, so they so they got uh, Michael Keaton, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, and then um, Ben Affleck, basically being the different Batman that adapted into uh, Flashpoint, confirmed as of right now. Um, whether they bring Pattinson's universe into it, I do not know. Whether they bring the Joker's separate universe into it, I do not know. Um, but they did say, per my sources, that they would tie up a lot of loose ends relating to how many different universes they seem to have. I mean. Um, uh, they they've already confirmed though that Grant Gustin's Flash is a part of it, so why wouldn't they fucking confirm Pattinson? They got fucking CW's Flash. I mean, come on. Well, that that's what I'm saying. Grant, Grant Gustin like could could reference that or make a, an appearance. Whether they could, you know, afford to have Robert Pattinson make an appearance as well, I do not know. They could uh, they could mention him kind of like the TV shows do, where they just mention how many universes have different things, or like. I just did where I'm like one's one's a couple of Nazis, one's one's all this. They can mention it, yeah. but they don't have to show him in it. Um, and I don't know if he'll ask for an outrageous amount of money or if he just wants to be a big, uh, part of something bigger like that. Now, Flashpoint is one of my favorite animated movies and story, comic book wise, <laughs> I've ever 
enjoyed because of just how different it is and how much it like ties things together that usually aren't you know compared together um the letter that bruce receives from his father in a separate universe makes makes my heart swell whenever he tears up a manliest tear i've ever seen it's just um i hope they do the story justice and do it right um haha justice league okay yeah it, 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 I, I, like I, okay, as a DC hopeful fan, I just, I want the best for my favorite characters, and to see Marvel do it year after year, kind of, kind of, uh, makes me think that we're not too far off. I just want people in control that have the same amount of care and passion for these projects that I want as a fan. Just listen to the fans. That's all they gotta do. Yeah, just listen to the me. I listen mean, I mean, I know that Ezra Miller, Ezra Miller, Ezra Miller, he, you know, his Flash, he showed up in the Crisis on Infinite Earth. So, I mean, wouldn't you, do you think that they're going to show somewhat of a same snippet of like Grant Gustin coming into the, the movie? I mean, possibly it, it depends on how grounded or as campy they want it to be because like, yes, he is a flash adaptation but now i could see them doing that with the older actor in the show that plays uh god the the version of the flash with like the gray helmet and the silver bolt on like i could see bringing him in well well i know but i mean there it's it's already but i'm pretty sure it's already confirmed that that grant's already in in, in the multiverse because ezra ezra already showed up on crisis on infinite earth Yes, it's confirmed, but like I'm saying, are, are you are, are you saying like in the movie in general? I got you. Yeah, um, they, I mean, yeah, I, I could they, probably see the older one, right? The one who played like the original Flash in the '80s. Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, like father. Um, I could see him in because uh, it's more or less it shows the campy side without showing like the Flash with the leather suit that can't afford what you know the movie version of him can afford. It uh, kind of. Yeah. That that's the only thing I see them being difficult, or else the Flash TV show will get a serious upgrade in the suit because they need to make them somewhat care. Um, and you know the older version with the silver bolts and stuff is very simple. It can be like a very uh, slimming uh, fabric and shit like that. That is just very simple and slick. It, it doesn't have to be anything fancy. Um, and it, it kind of falls in suit with the Batman version, where it's older version of Flash and all older flash kind and all that it, it, it's they can do so many different things with it just like the justice league showed you know wonder woman and aquaman in the movie on a tv screen that batman somehow had knowledge of and batman be superman um basically batman just took a you know a gopro underwater and found atlantis so that's cool yeah so i mean so there was one thing i read i know who you're talking about the court of owls earlier Jake yeah. with uh with what what do you call it uh fucking the Batman the movie the um, Batman the Batman that the entire plot is going to involve the Court of Owls is what supposedly this is around which I think was already kind of hinted anyways in the Gotham Knights thing but more stuff came out and basically that's why they're you know Batman supposedly dies there's a lot of rumors too where I think that Ooh, Batman yeah. Batman didn't actually die he actually basically had to go undercover to to be court in the of court of owls and then he basically is relying on his four people to come and rescue him or at least find out the secrets and then maybe that will be the 
the the sequel where then we get to see batman with those people uh which which would be pretty badass um just a couple things that i'll i'll say like what's pretty cool because i see i love the rpg elements of of games it makes it just i mean i know that the arkham games in general are definitely replayable but i'm the type of one where i I just like like i don't know character leveling and character building and stuff like that um but what's cool about it is it's it's a drop-in like co-op style so if if anybody i don't know if you guys remember the division yikes um basically how that how that one was is that it, it is online but you can base someone like austin or you could like if you're like hey i'm only here for an hour come in and help me be in a mission or something and then hop back out and then the mission wouldn't stop um now another thing they did too which i fucking agree with and i'm so glad that these types of games are doing it you can either play offline single player or co-op online you do not have to be online all the time because that was one thing that i was pissed about like that's probably one thing i hate about most uh microsoft xbox shit is that everything is online like you can't fucking do anything unless you're online which is fucking stupid yeah like like why do you why do you have to limit me to being online when most i mean i'm not saying most people but there is a lot of people that just rather just fucking come home relax and play a game offline and not have to fucking interact with people And i know that's kind of sad but i mean it's just fucking true (laughs) you know um yeah they're gonna have distinct skill trees i know that much um and in in my personal opinion i think this will be a perfect substitute for marvel avengers like you know kind of going back and forth like if i'm if i'm getting bored with marvel avengers i could jump right on got fucking gotham knights i mean you got what four characters on there i know marvel avengers i would say by then they'll probably have black panther and i want to say like one of the guardians of the galaxy hopefully probably not mm-hmm. but um I would say they're going to have those. Um, but, of course, the I you you guys already know the confirmed players for Gotham Knights, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, like, fucking uh, Red Hood, Nightwing, Batwoman, <laughs> and uh, fucking Damien, I think. I think it's who it was, right? Was it Damien? It wasn't Damien, was it? Uh, I think it's Tim Drake. Uh, Tim Drake. Yeah, yeah, Tim Drake. Yep. Yeah. 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 yeah so Dam- that's Damien pretty cool. If they bring Damien in, that's who I'm playing uh, yeah, Damien's like a fucking guy. He, he was, he's, he's, he's like a goddamn Yoda with a fucking cape. Yeah, dude. He was raised in the League of Assassins, and he's quite the badass. Yeah, he's, yeah. Like, he's like literally fucking twice the man Batman is at age eight. <laughs> I don't know. I thought you would pick either Nightwing or Red Hood, because those two are... Yeah, Red Hood seems kick-ass, because like, I, like I understand that killing oh, is against yeah, DC, but... Yeah. Uh, they have, you know, I think they're giving him sleeper bullets. I think it's what they're saying. So he wouldn't actually be killing people. Every uh, bullet go night, night. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. God, what was the other thing? Is Harvey Dent, Two Face, and Dark Knight, Robert Pattinson? Yeah, 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 I already read all that stuff. Um, yeah. So I mean, I heard that. So, so I that's that. pretty. That's pretty cool. I was gonna say one other thing is on the Gotham Knights is that supposedly they're other than the Court of Owls. I think the main protagonist in Gotham Knights is supposed to be, besides Freeze, is supposed to be Two Face, which I think that was already shown in the trailer. Uh, but it's supposed to be Two Face and and uh, and uh, Doctor Freeze, or yeah. Mister Freeze. Whoa. Jesus! <laughs> what? Doctor Mister Freeze? I mean, to be fair, he is a doctor, so I'm not. I'm only half wrong, so suck it. Um, <laughs> also, like I heard Dr. that Mister Freeze Mr. is a partial ally, though. That's one of the theory. 
Mr. Freeze is a partial ally. I mean, I'm sure he might change his mind later in the game, but there's some theories I've heard that they, they come in. I mean, he he's he helps out the uh, the knights. Well, okay. The whole thing with Freeze is he he's a villain because all he wants to do is save his wife. He does it in very yeah. ways. Um, who is tried. Cry- cryogenically frozen until he finds a cure for what she's doing. He does it in terrible ways, but he's not a bad dude. He's still got a good heart. It's just his morals are very fucked up. Right. So he's like, my wife above everybody else, fuck that, I'm I'm gonna do this. He doesn't do a lot of petty crime. That's where Batman and Robin kind of fucked him over. Um, like, he's still a scientist. He's still trying to just do everything for his wife and stuff. So I could see them doing that aspect of him being an ally in some ways. Um... The, like in the Arkham series, when Batman and Freeze fight, it's more or less because Batman has the information for his wife or whatever, or the location of his wife and all that. And Free Freeze is just trying to basically beat it out of him. Yeah. And Batman's trying to get a cure from him. So they, they come at odds and butt heads until Freeze eventually loses and Batman still gives him the information. It, it's more or less just misunderstanding and like... He he's not a corrupt character. He's just really morally fucked up. That makes sense. And so I, and also, Gotham Knights is not a part of the Arkhamverse. It is an original canon story, yeah. um, which kind of sucks. But one that is a part of the Arkhamverse is the Suicide Squad game. Um, now I had a couple theories about that, like how they're going to do that, because you know how it showed Brainiac and shit. Um, I'm thinking that Bizarro is going to make an appearance, um, because I'm thinking because, uh, they couldn't kill or I'm sorry, either, either they, I understand that it says kill the justice league. Now, I don't know if kill is like a quotations and maybe they just separated everybody or if they're actually confirming that like they legit slaughtered and slit Batman's throat style. And uh, it more or less kill the idea of the Justice League, just like lecture government wise. Dis- right. And see, that's what I was thinking. And like, like if, if, if they go the fucking weird ass route where they actually kill the Justice League, that's going to be a little fucking far out there. Uh, but if, if that's the case, then I'm thinking that like they tried to kill everybody um, or whatever. And, and, you know, Brainiac couldn't like, I, I, I don't know. And like may- maybe Brainiac is controlling everything. So they make, superman into bizarro and i don't know maybe like he just fucking goes insane and like justice or the suicide squad they got everybody else but they just can't fucking get um superman but i'm but see that's the other that's the other kind of theory on top of that is what if they actually team up with the justice league to take down bizarro slash superman who's being mind controlled because it almost kind of feels like, you know, like the Injustice, how like Superman turned into like fucking red beaming eye Superman and was just like, mm-hmm. nope, I'm going to fucking kill everybody because I can. That's how I feel like it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I, felt, I feel the same way. Well, like, yeah, in Injustice, it was more or less a he made like it could have went either way. He could have stayed morally good or morally bad, depending on how he acted in the situation. Um but now bro, then- Samoa Joe King Shark, like <laughs> I mean bro, if, if, I, if I see King Shark just bite off Batman's arm, I'm probably gonna just throw the game away. I hope you're my favorite character ever. 
What, King Shark or Batman's yeah. one-armed Batman? <laughs> no, King Shark. Bro, I once saw Batman kill three guys with one arm. <laughs> I don't I don't doubt that at all. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that it seems like something that they could have fun with. Um, it's more or less, like you said, I, I don't see them actually killing the Justice League, but... Like Brainy Brainiac's basically brain controlling or <laughs> mind controlling everybody. Um, so if they stop that somehow and then the Justice League and Suicide Squad take down Brainiac, that'd be a cool scenario. Um however, I think Brainiac would still fuck everybody up. Uh now now they would need the Justice League's help to finish him because I know Harley Quinn is not stopping Brainiac to save the, her fucking life. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Harley Quinn's like, I'm gonna hit you with my hammer. Yeah, <laughs> I'll show you my tits, Superman. Or maybe, maybe Brainiac got, uh, you know, mind controlled the rest of the Justice League and actually got them killed because he knew that he couldn't. I guess he couldn't turn them on themselves or something. So then, basically, he had to. He knew that. Amanda Waller would hire Suicide Squad, so then he basically like I don't know, almost like had them tied up while Suicide Squad killed them because they were doing bad shit. But then Brainiac is having trouble actually getting Superman to die because it's fucking Superman. And then I don't know, maybe it's like that. Maybe it's like he is mind controlling him, but like he can't get him to like die or some shit. I don't know. I'm I, that's probably another stretch, but I'm thinking it's it's gonna be everybody versus fucking Superman. Because it, this is this is basically the game's um, it, it is featured in an open world metropolis, which is which is an yeah. awesome take, and I'm glad that it's something different. It's not just fucking Gotham again. Um, and I I don't know. It just seems it seems like Brainiac is is the I guess either the the main villain. I would think he's like the main villain behind everything, and then I guess like Superman slash if Bizarro may make a, an appearance is like the one before, and I'm thinking like at the end you like maybe take a hold of Superman to like fucking kill Brainiac or something like that or beat the shit out of him. Um, I don't know, and I mean we'll see. I mean maybe it's something like that to where fucking uh you know maybe. Maybe the Justice League, like you said, has just more or less killed the concept Justice League and like everybody's either in jail or um everybody left or some shit or maybe Brainiac has them all prisoner and uh he's basically trying to get any type of uh you know, either supervillain or villain or whatever in, you know, prisoned and Superman I don't know, is trying to get the Suicide Squad next or some shit like that? I don't fucking know. I don't really know how they're going to go around that. We only had, like, a small trailer, but I still think it was fucking hilarious how they did that trailer where uh, <laughs> fucking Boomerang threw his Boomerang and it, like, chipped his shoulder, and he's like, oh, yeah. fuck. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to add any more characters to, to Suicide Squad. Are they just going to keep four I characters? Or? I don't know. I mean... I mean, I'm not saying they're the same games, but I mean, Gotham Knights is only. It, I I would I think right now it's supposed to be four. I hope it's like four, and then DLC characters would be like either other versions of Robin, um, other alliances and stuff like that. That would be fucking kick ass because I yeah. don't think they're actually going to add Batman, even if we do find out that he's just going undercover. 
Yeah, like, I, I, like... I don't think I don't think they would add him because then people would just be like, "Oh, I'm just going to beat the game and never play with all the other characters." Because then they because they would basically just waste their fucking time building those characters because yeah. a lot of people are bitching, complaining, and I get it. It's been a while since the last Batman, um, you know, main Batman game, but it's like give it a shot. You know what I mean? Like like to be able to play with with Robin, be able to play with fucking Red Hood. I mean, you don't, uh, you don't have any games like that. Yeah, so, I mean, that like would be a good idea. Exactly. And I, I completely agree, and I'm and I'm really excited that it is, like, an original story. But I also love that it's, uh you know, it's it's actually, like, going into the story of the Court of Owls. And it's pretty cool that it's actually coming out the same year as something that might, you know, ev- uh, not evolve, but, you know, kind of go around what, the Court of Owls, maybe. Maybe the Batman is all about the Court of Owls. We don't fucking know. That, would, that would be cool. It's a good way to connect. Well, I mean, I don't know if I don't know if the games are going to be connected, but 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 no, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying the Court of Owls because I mean we don't really talk about the Court of Owls. Oh yeah, in, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Maybe like yeah. That. So, that's something. That's something that's never really been fleshed out. And exactly. Be it pulled off successfully or even close to it, whether it's in the game or the movie, would be very intriguing. Um. Especially to know, like, with the setup of like the Riddler being like, "Oh, there's someone else out there. There's a there's a end of the world crisis about to come," which everything kind of seems like in the comic book. Universe. But for something to be that powerful to be a warning from somebody so prominent in the Rogues Gallery would be intimidating as all hell. Yeah, especially yeah. for some bro, and for the game to announce it to people that aren't necessarily equipped or as powerful as Batman and and just like the rumors where he might not be dead I've heard that he's probably kidnapped and held captive by them um trying to be brainwashed and stuff cuz the the assassins that the court of owls send out the talons or whatever the they're some of the craziest villains Batman's ever had to face in comic books that he's ever had to deal with they're like I think the first time he came across them like he he was barely alive at the end of it I believe um they're they're such an imposing figure that if you introduce them in any way, any Batman fan or anybody that knows the story of them is like, oh shit, oh shit. Like yeah. if it's pulled off correctly, you know that there's more behind than what you're just seeing. Um, yeah. So it's exciting. You I was know, only wondering for the the characters for Suicide Squad because I mean, the movie's coming out soon, and we see that there's a bunch of people in this movie. So I was wondering <laughs> if they're gonna kind of tackle that in the game as well. I mean, I'm not saying every character, but adding more than just having four, you're going to, and like we said, like DLCs, because I know we talked about Batman, but I was just curious if like, if they do it with Suicide Squad, I mean, you have a lot of characters you can pick from. I mean. Well, you know something quirky that I think they might do in the game? Hmm. Uh, I think they might do a, like a Harley Quinn narration or something where like she describes why she's in the situation she's in. And over that time, she talks about the bombs, and then it shows cutscenes of other people dying from them. Oh, okay. In situations. And, like, she she just kind of t- talking to herself in a situation, kind of like the rooftop thing where she's just, like, not there in the situation. She's just talking to herself. Yeah. I, I just see that being, like, a quirky way that they introduce it um, and show the situation. Like, instead of just Amanda Waller holding a switch saying, there's bombs in your head, they, they explain characters that have died in certain missions and, and they could possibly be the last four people yeah well, yeah okay. just the current recruit she's probably survived some of the longest or the longest there compared to some of the other ones just because she does what she says with no regard because she's kind of a maniac and maniacal she doesn't really care she doesn't yeah. have, have anything 
do. You think uh, they kind of like how they did in Birds of Prey? Uh, she was pretty much narrating everything she was doing. Yeah, more or less. Oh. Like she's she's crazy in the point where she's telling her story to nobody that's there. It's just herself in her head. Um, oh, so kind of like I do. Nice. Well, it's more. Yeah, she thinks it's her story when she's just being a pawn in this game or whatever. So she's like, "Yeah, so this is crazy. This is what I'm doing now." <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I just find that to be a very easy yet um, effective way to get that uh, major characters right off the bat. Um, but then again, that makes it another Harley Quinn centered story. So kind of goes hand in hand with what you want. Yeah. Because what would that be like the third or fourth thing in the past four or five years that they've made focused around her? Yeah. And I mean, honestly, look, I'm, I'm all for you know, including other characters and all that type of stuff. But what what I don't like is just because it's it's a and I might get a little touchy subject here, but just because it's 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 a woman character, like look, as long as the writing is good and the actor plays the part like they should be, I don't give a fuck. Like like if yep. it's if it's a, if Suicide Squad is all about Harley Quinn if the games kick ass, the games kick ass. I mean, shit. I I heard so much bad shit about Birds of Prey, but I when I watched Birds of Prey, I actually thought it was pretty good. I liked it. I mean, I thought it was I thought it was funny. I thought it was different. Um, it wasn't like the greatest film I've ever seen, but I will say I'd, I'd probably watch it again. Um, that's that's like the it's the same with like Captain Marvel. I mean, Captain Marvel. It it has nothing to do with the fact that you know she's she's a fucking you know uh, i'm pretty sure she's a feminist but it was more or less because she's a shit actor and i didn't yep. like the film whatsoever like the film yep. uh, it's the same it's the same with, with it's the same with wonder woman okay when i watched wonder woman I, yes do i think gal got it as wonder woman yes not because of her acting i'm sorry but because of the action when i watched the movie i didn't go home and fucking masturbate to how good she was as an actor <laughs> I masturbated because I was like, holy fuck, the fighting was kick-ass. I was like, god damn. So you know he masturbated. Yeah, dude, I fucking masturbated. But, I mean, it's like the same with fucking, um, you know, I don't know, the Suicide Squad movie. Like, I don't know. Like, pretty much every one of those characters in there, I don't even want to talk about, bad, I don't even want dude. to talk about Jared Leto, but, uh, which, which, which honestly, in his defense, I will say, he was just written a shitty part like whoever wrote his joker that was just on them he's a great actor like he's actually like a really good fucking actor but yeah. i think they just wrote him uh in, in, my, in my opinion a, a definitely a different style of joker yeah. i didn't really appreciate i get what they were doing they're trying to stretch you know the envelope trying to reach out a little bit do something a little you know a little weird and i will say too that I, he probably couldn't make a good traditional looking or traditional style joker i think because he has you know he's just a different style maybe of actor that it wouldn't have worked with that but we'll never know unless they do it that way because i mean the whole gangster tattoos and fucking grill and shit like that like that was honestly atrocious um was, i do think that he that was offensive yeah well i mean i do think that he he had some good parts in there whenever he was talking and, you know, interacting with Harley, it was good. Um, and let's not even talking about, let's not even talk about that, um, that, that shitty excuse for a laugh that he tried to do. Um, ah, ah, <laughs> ah, 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 ah
like seriously <laughs> like, like i feel so bad because i like jared leto so much like i love his music and i i love his you know his other movies and stuff but god damn that laugh was so horrible well well here's the thing no matter who filled that role or what kind of joker it was oh it's gonna be it bad was- regardless it was not going to be Heath Ledger, so nobody was yeah. really going to quit. Yeah, he had yeah. an impossible task. It was just the fact that it was done so bad that it didn't even like put forth effort to try to compete. That people were like, "What was the point? <laughs> you could have told the story without Joker being in there." Yeah, uh, it's either Will Smith or fucking guy who plays Boomerang made the made the movie. I mean, honestly, my... it was that's how it was with uh, the fucking Joaquin Phoenix Joker. People, I mean, people yeah. are saying, "Oh, I mean, there is people that are saying that it was better than than Heath Ledger, and that you know that's that, that's an opinion. I get it, but yeah. at least that is somewhat compared as far as like how good it was to Heath Ledger's Joker, yeah. because I'm, I'm not pretty much skipped a generation, and, and it was it was it was still an original idea. If you looked at, it. I mean, I haven't really read too much of the comics, but it was original, like with the paint. It was original with like you know maybe like how he acted, like he acted like a little bit more like reserved a little bit and a little more like socially awkward than usually you'll see a Joker. And of course, he kind of gets into like where he'll you know, where he kind of like talks a little bit like, like Joker or like how he acts and stuff like that was, I loved the movie. It was great. But like just how they did with, I don't know, Jared Leto's Joker. I don't want to make this episode about me shitting on Jared Leto's Joker. Cause to be honest, just like Jake said, it, it wouldn't have matter if they fucking picked goddamn Forrest Whitaker to play him. It, it, it just, it, it, the fuck, <laughs> I can see Forrest Whitaker, like, like, like his eye and shit like that. Ah, ah, <laughs> Give me that. Give me that now. I will pay the money to see that. Forrest Whitaker Joker. I did. I'm gonna go on my uh, my uh, my fucking Pixel Lab thing where I make my memes. I'm gonna make Forrest Whitaker's Joker. Dude, just imagine him like <laughs> laughing and he's like moving his whole body. <laughs> but here, here's the thing. So, so my original comment about the Harley Quinn thing with four or five things was more or less they got a character that was beloved just like the Joker, and they are putting them in everything they can to where they become stale. Yep. And that that's why Matt, like the current Batman and all that, said they won't even touch the Joker for maybe the last movie of the sequel or something. They won't even like bother with him because they don't want people to get tired of him. And it, it's more or less the same thing along the lines of, yes, yeah, she's a female character and all that, cool, but you are ruining this character by throwing her in so many different things at once that nobody can really um, appreciate what she's doing or what you're doing with the character it's the same thing with the marvel characters shit in endgame where like i loved in infinity war when they had the three main women on the battlefield kind of protect each other i loved that scene they did something very small with it where it's like she's not alone and then they fought together but in the end game where it was like let's stand on this battlefield together as one because we are women and we're powerful you can't tell me that all of those characters are in one spot of the like whole battlefield just to pose yeah just it's it's clearly fan service to a certain degree to a big certain crowd and it's if you make it make sense yes i will appreciate it but if you do it just as fan service to kind of tap the heads of somebody that's like i didn't see a scene with all the women standing together united there's no point don't pander to somebody that's not going to appreciate art for art like that's why i say listen to the fans i mean that's the that's how you make the money. I mean, I I would like I don't mind seeing a bunch of women pl- fight. I think that's badass too. But don't just 
make it sound like there's not enough. Make it sound like what how how the how it works, how it works into the system. If it doesn't pertain to the story, I don't want to. I just I I don't care what what they have to offer, what who they have to fucking please. Okay, so in Infinity War, where where she's standing over like you're gonna die alone over here, and then it's Black Widow, a character that we have grown up with through all of these movies, ten years of movies. She says she's not alone, basically showing that she is on her side and she is her family instead of just being like, she's not alone, I'm a woman and I'm here to fight you. It's, it's so on the nose in Endgame that it takes, a, takes you out of the fight rather than it being a fight, it's more or less like a political view kind of thing. And it Honestly, nobody cares if you're a woman or not. No, you're nobody a powerful cares how good hero you are, how badass you are. Yeah, you're a powerful hero that is fighting to save the world. That's all you need to be. It doesn't... It just seemed like slander and pandering and it like a lot of movies and shows do that nowadays and that's why you see so many poorly adapted stories because people were doing fan service rather than creating a story that people enjoy. And that's why Sonic beat Birds of Prey. So what you didn't like Birds of Prey? I thought it was I thought it was good. I I didn't think it was I didn't think it was like I thought there was too more, too much pandering than it should have been. Well, but um, to be fair, that's kind of what Birds of Prey is about, though. Like, like if it's if if it goes if it's more or less kind of how they did in, you know, the the Avengers movie. That yeah. added thing that they did was more or less the whole pandering. Let's do it. But Birds of Prey is just is just about that. Like that's that like that's different. <laughs> that's why when I watched it, I didn't mind it. Like if it was like a you know. Let's say it's it's a fucking Iron Man movie, and then the entire yeah. thing is talking about women's rights. I'd be like, "Yo, it's not that I don't think that women don't have rights, but we're we're talking about Iron Man. Like, what the fuck?" Yeah. Well, like, and yeah. the reason why I'm saying I was saying that is because like, if okay, so when they made the Sonic movie, the people saw what he looked like, and people were outraged about it. Hey, they look- he looked he looked horrific. So. People, he just had tiny eyes <laughs> and tiny fucking teeth. It was the weirdest shit ever. But people heard. I mean, people said stuff about it. People came together. Like, hey, we're not gonna watch that movie if you put that fucking ass shit in there. So that fucking came, ass shit. <laughs> fucking ass shit. So like, so they came back and they fixed it up. And actually, the movie they did pretty good. I mean, I saw it. I thought it was pretty good. You people really had. They would have huh? seen the movie no matter what, right? Yeah. Because eyes and CGI eyes and teeth don't really change the story and the narrative. It's more or less showing the people that are complaining that they have the power to do whatever they want. Yes. The problem with cancel culture and all that shit is like, we're going to we're gonna boycott you if you don't do what I say. Because they don't yeah. have power outside of that. Um, right, it just, I mean, when you, but when you saw that movie, I mean, when you saw the first trailer from it, you kind of just saw, like, well, this is not how we saw that. This is not how we look at Sonic. We look at him in a way that we thought, I mean, obviously we didn't want to make him, like, three foot tall and, I mean, uh, like, two inches tall and having that weird cartoonish look, but he, we wanted to make him look animated as possible. But and, here's, I go to movies to escape the political world that we live in. I go exactly. In the world that we are in. So if I go there and get a message that I could see anywhere else on TV or anything, it takes me out and it kind of ruins the whole thing for me. It ruins the experience. Yeah. yeah. But see, that's why I'm talking about Birds of Prey, though. I mean, I think a lot of people are kind of upset because 
a lot. They said that it didn't go the way that Birds of Prey was supposed to be. It was supposed to be there, this different way, and they kind of went off topic well, on that situation. I think that what people got upset between Sonic and Birds of Prey. So what you're saying is you hate women. We got it already. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking with it. I mean, that's, that's the same concept as Batwoman, the TV show or whatever. It's like, oh yeah. god. Then, yeah. yeah. Instead of telling the story that is Batwoman that people appreciate, they told a political story through a character that people enjoy. Ruby, I think I'm a better actor than I actually am, Rose. Yikes. <laughs> well, I don't know if you heard about that, but I mean, and, when you know, that I, I show was coming out, people were mad at the actress because she wasn't she wasn't uh, lesbian enough. Because she dated some guy at one point, so they were mad at her that she wasn't lesbian. Yeah, but there's I mean, adaptations like, of Batwoman being straight. Like, what the fuck? I, like, exactly. It, look, if 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 the character that you make, like whoever create, like whatever comic book character made, and they make it, and let's say that character has been gay the entire time, if if you make it, if you make that person straight, in in the movie, people are gonna flip out. If the person has been straight and you make them gay, people are gonna fl- gonna flip out. You can't please everybody. Yeah. Look, nope. here, here here's my deal. If I don't care if <laughs> if Captain America, or I guess not Captain America. Let's say let, let's go to DC. Let's say that um they make, and I know that you guys are gonna like flip the fuck out. Let's say that they make Batman gay. Okay. Let's you say, <laughs> okay, but just hold on a second. Just just hear me out. They make Batman gay, right? Holy- I'm not saying like they're gonna show him like you know fucking sucking sucking one off like Batman does you know he prepares for it sits in his fucking dungeon it's like how am I gonna suck the dick this time I'm the Batman I gotta figure it out um it's just I'm (laughs) I'm just saying like they make him gay but then the story's still good will you even care that he's gay no no. Okay, so uh, that's why I don't get people when they're like, "Oh well, he's fucking the fucking character's supposed to be gay, like like it was." And it's like, okay, but was the movie good? Well, no, because they weren't gay. Yeah. It's like, oh, was the movie good? Yeah, but if it, it's it, was the movie good? Well, see, see, that's the thing. You can tell a narrative that that does not center around. That could be a part of it, but if you center a narrative fighting crime over. Oh. Just about to say that over someone's yeah. sexual orientation, like yeah, if, if the may- character was ma- if the character's fucking name is I'm gay, then that's different. But if it's like just because, <laughs> like I mean for real, because I mean if the fucking character is legit made by whoever, and the character's name is gay boy or I'm gay or gay girl or lesbian or you know whatever, like XYZ. yeah, and then in the in the show. It's nothing to do with them being gay. It's about whatever. You'd be like, well, isn't the character called I'm gay? Why does it have to do with him fighting crime? It's well, no, like, it's oh. It's, it's, oh about the per- it's about the character, the person, the story. It does not matter about their orientation. People will try to make it about that. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it, it's the same, the same views that most, like, some people have just ruin things for them. They're like, oh, I don't want him to have that because of this. I don't want them to do that because yeah. of this. I, you can't, like you said, you can't please everybody, and it's more or less, instead of pleasing everybody, make a story that is clear, concise, and enjoyed as an art, as an art form, which is filmmaking, by the people that appreciate art and filmmaking and the story you're telling. Don't pander to people that won't like it no matter what you do. There's no point in that. You're just wasting money for 
views rather than enjoyment. Yeah. Yeah. You're risking your career to please everybody when the true people that were going to carry you to a career just shit on your movie because you ruined everything that they love. And see, that's, that's why it's not really off topic, but as far as producers and, and directors go, that's why I like Kevin Smith because yep. Kevin Smith does not give a fuck what everybody, I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't, but he doesn't give a fuck what everybody else likes. Like he clearly states like, this is what I love. This is the story I wrote and I'm going to tell it. That's why he's, a lot of his films, yeah, he's not, not apologetic at all. Like that's why he, he has probably the biggest cult following and the biggest cult movies because yes, they may do shit at the box office, but people eventually go around to it to be like, that movie's actually pretty good. Like clerks and clerks too. That didn't make shit in the fucking theaters. And now it's like one, it's looked at as like one of the best, like low budget films of all time. It's just because at the time, people wouldn't give a fuck. They didn't really like talkative style movies unless it was from Quentin Tarantino. And then like now they, you know, they got, you know, his shit clerks and clerks too. And then like his fucking ass universe that he has, like he's one of the original besides like the universal monsters. We're not counting that because that was in the fucking thirties. I'd say in the past a hundred years, he's his universe is probably one of the very first multiverses. Um, just because, like, he has, like, you know, fucking... He pretty much puts Jay and Silent Bob in almost every one of his every one of his films. I don't know if he put it in Tusk, but... Because uh, I, I, it's been a while since I've seen Tusk. And what I mean by when it's been a while, I mean, I've probably watched 30 minutes of it, and then I didn't finish it. Uh, not because it's bad, I just didn't get around to finish it. But, um, like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 like, I like all of his... I like all of his films. Um, just because, like, it, it's just got that... I don't know. He's he's one of those guys who likes to talk a lot, and I see myself, and I see you know Jake as well, kind of like that. That we like to talk a lot, and we like to say dumb shit all the time. And he's just that type of dude that when I watch a podcast, for sure, like he almost has like a he almost has like an Eminem style to him. Like whenever Eminem does features, sorry homie, but that's not a feature no more. That's Eminem song. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you. It's kind of like when someone invites him to like their podcast or someone invites him to a TV show, guess what? It's Kevin Smith's show. Like just because the, just, just the way that he talks, like the way he talks, the way that like whenever he starts talking, you just feel like, like you have to listen because he's either going to tell something funny or he's going to tell something interesting. And that's just that's just the way that he is for for me, anyways. I mean, I'm not trying to suck him off too much, but I mean, you know, he he would like that I said that because he typically talks about sucking other people off all the time. But yeah, fascinating. Yeah, fuck you, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, to tie it all back, it's more or less. um, That's why I'm excited for Matt Reeves and his Batman and stuff because he is a fan. He's talked about how much he loves this story, the characters and all that, that I trust that is like strong in, in its narrative based on the fact what we know as the character. So that, that's why I have so much faith in this movie. I have so much hope for it. Um, along with, I I'm still skeptical about, about the Schneider cut. The, the trailer seems fantastic. It, it kind of has elements from unlimited and justice league, the TV show and all that just by, the feel-good moments it has in there, but I, I'm still skeptical about how much of a narrative it will be um, yeah. from things that we haven't seen. Now, it does look quite different than what we got in the end of the first Justice League with Josh Sweden, um, but 
Whether it will like just break box office box office records, I do not know. Um, but I, I think it'll be like, hmm, that's the Snyder Cut. Cool. Glad I had to wait five years for it. Um, At least it's technically going to be like a four and a half five hour movie split into four parts. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, because it'll kind of be like the Watchmen series of the. So uh, is this a movie that. or is it is no, it going to be a, like some kind it's, of? It's like a four part miniseries. Yeah, like oh, our. Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't know if they'll. There's rumors that they'll either be all released at once or released weekly. Is this like theater or is this like? Um... No, it's HBO Max exclusive. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why. That's why what? That's why I have an account on there now. Ah. Yep. Wasting money just to be prepared for the Snyder Cut, and then I'm deleting. <laughs> yeah, it's not even out yet. You're like, yeah, dude, take my money. <laughs> All right, guys, I appreciate you listening to another episode of Ethical Villains. I hope it wasn't too pain-worthy to listen to how much that we really suck at, I don't know, explaining things. Honestly, uh, we have a lot of fun here. I think that this is going to be one of those things where it's not going to be as uh, uptight, more laid back than what we originally started. You're going to see a lot of our personalities coming out. Uh, We're very crude. We're very sarcastic. But I think uh, in the very end, uh, Blade is the best. But uh, yeah, any final thoughts about (laughs) about, uh, today's episode, Austin? Uh, It was a good good episode actually we got a lot of uh i think we we got a lot of topics in uh we got we overveered a little bit but i think that it's a good thing because it shows us that we have a lot on our heads that we probably want to get out wow and... what an inspiring input what about you jake uh i don't know <laughs> i mean i almost got lost by that last guy but uh yeah, it was a good podcast. Uh, good talking to you guys are. And, uh, what an important, inspiring input. I love how I ask, what did you guys' final thoughts? Oh, yeah, we yeah, yeah, topics. Uh, sorry, topics. Yeah, it was fine. Oh, yeah. somebody let me hear me talk. <laughs> got my input on it. Hold that fucking finish. All right, guys, I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all listening. Y'all have a good one. See you on the next one later. <laughs> Say goodbye, guys. Oh, bye. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs>